Now, on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. How about it? A playoff edition of your weekly tee box dysfunction alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. Hello, boy. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Hit us up, which you guys have done a lot this week, at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and C-A-D-D-I-E. That is both the Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun on social media this week for various reasons, uh, and that's one of my favorite parts about doing this show, Caddy, <laughs> is the interaction with the patrons when we're just being idiots uh, on a podcast and in person and on social media. It's been fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm hurting today. What do you I'm got? In, Why? I'm in a little pain. Because of that Morgan Hoffman Foundation, it was two straight day, nights. Most of the time, on a when you have a golf outing, Morgan Hoffman, PGA Tour Pro, diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, last year had an event, invited me, I went. And then this year invited me back and then asked me to MC some stuff. So he had a silent auction and a live auction Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And then two band. We had a band play Sunday night. And then you think, okay, Monday you play the tournament. Everyone has fun, dips out. Nah, nah. After the tournament, he had another silent auction with different stuff. And another live auction. And then two more band, two Well, one was just guy Jackson Bright who tore the roof off the place. And then he brought this DJ called Matoma who, I, I mean, this dude had, like, effects and stuff. So it was, like, two straight nights of just flat out going at it. And I left early last night. Like, I was a good boy. What's early? I was, well, I know, yeah, I know that you really... When I say early, you know, when I say I was a good boy, you know I was, like... Because uh, I had to drive from the... from They was at our Cola Country Club. In where? Yeah, where are you right now, by the way? I'm in the media center at the Northern Trust oh, okay. at Liberty National. Okay. And the media center is... It's kind of... I'm not going to lie. It's kind of awesome because the... Media center looks the overlooks the harbor, mm-hmm. and and literally I could walk to the Liberty National Park from okay. here. So Lady Liberty is overlooking us, basically. So I'm looking at the back of Lady Liberty right now. Okay, you so know, for those of you that aren't day. aware of where he is talking about, is he's in Jersey City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So that the you you so you're you are there for the Northern Trust, and then I'm where here was for the, the Northern Trust this week? And the the uh, Morgan Hoffman Foundation event was in Paramus, New Jersey, at a at a course he grew up on called Arcola. Okay, which is a really cool golf course. I think I put a couple of pictures on my Instagram mm-hmm. out there um, with the views and whatnot because I mean it it's got some views of the city that's. Pretty spectacular. We actually stayed at a hotel across the parking lot from the hotel we stayed at for Ridgewood when we were when uh, the Northern Trust was at Ridgewood, and I stayed there when I was caddying as well. So it was like it was a pretty cool thing. And now Sunday night was fun because okay, our boy Pat Perez missed the cut last week at Wyndham, 
He was 121 or 122? 122. 122 on the FedEx Cup. So he misses the cut, drops the 127. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out. Done. But then, hey, man, I'm better hang around. Well, actually, he's getting ready to fly home. Someone extremely important to our country gets in touch. Hey, see so you got the weekend off. Want to play some golf? You, this is someone you don't say no to when they, let's just say, when the office calls, you play. Chuck you Norris. Know, him too. <laughs> you don't you don't want the Chuck Norris truck coming after you, right? You know what I mean? You don't want to be on Chuck Norris's truck's bad side. So sticks around, and at the end of the day, because of some bogeys that were made. He is officially the bubble boy. Yeah, he finishes at one twenty-five <laughs> and was mad, actually a little bit mad because <laughs> he thought he had a whole bunch of weeks off, and now I was like, "Yeah, nah, sorry, homie." That's what was funny about it. As I was looking at the uh, top one twenty-five that got into the Northern Trust, and there's our boy PP just chilling at one twenty-five. So I'm guessing between Robert Streb, Alex Noren, and Austin Cook. Uh, our boy P Perez has them to blame and thank at the same time. Yeah, kind of them to thank at the same time and stuff. But the thing with Pat is what people have to realize is even though he finished 125, it gets him into the playoffs. You know, it, it doesn't, that wasn't what secured his card for next year because he had won. He was already going to be a member for next year anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just, Getting your card this way guarantees him some more starts. And that's crazy important, especially what we've learned now with this new schedule, which can I just tell you? Oh, here we go again. Here we go. You can look, say whatever you want. I will. I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to say the guy's name until after I talk to him and, and make sure he's cool with me saying it. But good reporting. Hey, thank you. You know what I mean? I'm just going to say. A very well-known golfer may have been world number one at one time. I know that brings a lot of guys into the mix. Good. I'm not trying to make it easy to figure this out. But I spoke to this dude and talked about this new schedule and how he's feeling. And dude was like, I'm ready to shut it down right now. Like, I'm. this has been a, a exhausting process. And and I don't know how we're going to do this. Oh, boo hoo! He did say though, I, I'm going to play these next three weeks and try and get that 15 million, and then I'll be happier with See, the time I take look, off. Look, Michael, I agree that this schedule right now, you know, I love it because here we are in the middle part of our, or August, middle part of right, August, August. And it, it's great because now we're talking playoffs because you still. Don't have the attention on anything else. But I do agree with whoever this number one player is, and I could form a number one, and I could probably name four guys, and I would definitely hit and be right. Maybe. I mean, it, you know, I, I wouldn't get against Jason. I wasn't going to guess Jason Day or Justin Thomas, but, um, <laughs> see, I hit one of them. You could tell by no, the way you, he laughed. Actually, you didn't. That's oh, why no. I laughed. All right. Uh, um, I do agree with player X that I'm sure this year is difficult because the implementation of the schedule is brand new. So it is going to take a minute to get used to it. And I do understand that next year is the 2020 Olympics Olympics in Tokyo. Let's monkey wrench that one then too. And, and the Ryder cup. Hey, but you know what? To evolve and make changes, 
creates difficulties and being uncomfortable. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. You, that's what I want to do when I'm trying to get a win. That's not what I want to do when I'm trying to come up with a schedule. But to evolve the sport and make it a little more mainstream and try to attract Sports fans and Stop. fringe fans, Stop. this is what you're going to have to do. But and not, you're going to have to be comfortable with it. That's a false narrative. Oh, why? It's a false narrative. Because guess what? When does the season start again here, pro? No, we've talked about this, and we're not going to do a repeat podcast. But that's I what did. I'm saying. So but, you can't say that it's going to evolve and it's going to bring new fans. Here's the thing. It's not like we're stopping and starting in January. I, I've agreed right. with you on that. I've agreed. Cool. I have agreed. I've so ag- you're not you're not bringing new fans because of the schedule. Sorry, you're not. But you know it. what? We're also not doing chop. We're not having people pretend like they're interested in tournament X in October. They cool. don't. They but don't are care you, are about. More that. people going to be interested in the playoffs now. We're going to find out. You Correct. don't know until you do it. And I yeah. do believe that this is the right thing to do because for the guys like the Kepkas. And Justin Thomas's and Tony Finau's and Adam Scott's and Gary Woodland's and Patrick Cantlay's and Paul Casey's. Perfect. Patrick Cantlay is leading in the FedEx Cup going into the Tour Championship. And what's the saying that me and you always do? Yeah, who you bring? Who Patrick Cantlay bringing? Let's be honest. Well, no one. But that's, Thank you. that's not a Cantlay Thank problem. You. Thank you. That's a big day. You know what I mean? Like, this is the Look, bed that the tour made. Sleep I would, tight, y'all. I would love to sit here and talk about how we can fix the FedEx Cup playoff because I really think that they should. I don't believe that it should be. I I think it should be an elimination style tournament. I do yeah, not see, for I'm, a second. I'm with you man, and the I'm tour cool championship last year when man. Tiger won, he should have won the FedEx Cup. It should be an elimination winner take all. This you know yeah. for those. That are listening, if you're not familiar with it, let me give you a quick rundown. It's the top 125 make the Northern Trust. Then the top 70 make the BMW Championship. Then the top 30 make the Tour Championship. Once you get into that top 30, Caddy. It resets, and if you're in the top five, you control your own destiny. And see, like, that's stupid. Once you make out, the top 30, dude, guys. winner take all. Yeah, that's what I like. Yo, I'd be fine if it was like the Kodak Challenge. Like if you win, if you're in the top thirty and you win, ten million. But see, here's the the problem, and this has started to evolve, and this is good. Like so, now there there was a bonus at the end of the year, two million dollars for the guy who did the best throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like nobody could catch Brooks Kepka, so he got the extra little bonus. Cool, man. That's awesome. Now take it that next step, like you said, and let's let's do this. Like make the tour championship. The Fed, but here's their fear. Their fear is the big, like Patrick Cantlay. That's their fear. Their fear is Patrick Cantlay. Who, has, by the way, sits sixth in the rankings. Right. Like their fear is that dude wins and or has a commanding lead going into Sunday. And it's like, well, now what? Yeah, but see, that that it's a risk-reward. Like I agree. wholeheartedly I agree. agree. I love that idea of like, all right, Kepka has been awesome this year. He's had eight top tens, okay? And he's had three wins. And so going into the playoffs, hey, congratulations, Brooks Kepka. You are pre FedEx Cup player of the year for your body of work. Here's a little bit of a check for you. Boom. That takes care of that. And then we go Hunger Game style yes. and just go for it. 
See, I think that's one of the reasons that NASCAR has struggled too, because oh, their their thing is like, all right, so who's who's got a chance? Yeah. To win? Well, why is there twenty seven other cars? You couldn't tell me if you asked me right now. Hey, Maddie, I need you to walk through how you get through the ten race chase. I would, <laughs> right? I would just turn in my resignation because <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I'm right with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. You got the whole, I get the point system up to a point. And I understand, like, you're trying to do, it's a celebration of whoever played the best throughout the year. But when it comes to the playoffs, if you want to go mainstream and make it, like, mainstream sports, then you're just going to have to, like, be okay with the fact that, you know, look, the Seattle Seahawks, when they first, you know, went on their street, they didn't have the biggest fan base. Nope. And it's like you just... You got to deal with that. Like, it's all right. But that's the same, I don't know, I guess you can make the same argument about match play. You know, and, and dudes aren't happy in the fact match play. Well, the sponsor wants to make sure that Tiger and Rory and Phil and them dudes are there for three rounds. Like, well, why? That doesn't make for compelling golf if, if somebody loses twice and it's like, oh, this is great. This dude's 30th, so. He got to shoot a 59 and stuff if he's going to have a chance. But come on, man. Just make it simple. Win and stay. Lose, go home. You know who's had a sneaky, dominant year? Who's that? Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Because we keep talking about his struggles in the majors. This dude has had 12 top 10s and two wins. Yeah. He's an, he had an honor. He won an honor Palmer. I mean, he's just been like I'm just as we get into the playoffs and you know how we can evolve him. And I'm with you. This winner take all. You know, I, I'd love star power. I think it'd be great if you look at some of the years some of the best players in the world have had going into the playoffs. The sport should be happy. Rory's got twelve top tens. Kepka's got eight. Kucher has eight. Cantlay, our boy that we've just used as our litmus test today, has eight. John Rahm has ten. Mm. Like, there are some players out there that are having remarkable years that you would hope quietly for the health of the sport. Exactly. For the health of the sport show up to get that FedEx Cup championship payday to make these playoffs and this time of year more relevant. Potentially, but here's this is the Tiger conundrum. This this is the problem is Tiger winning the Masters monkey wrenched everything. Yeah, yeah, you say that. No, I'm, I'm. It's true though because like think about it, John. Think about the year that John Rahm had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't win the Players Championship, had a little bit of a meltdown, but that was still actually kind of cool when that all went down because it it showed like where he was mentally um, going in and and going into the big major season. Now you look at his year on a whole, and you're like, man, sh- should we have been talking about this dude some more? And the answer, you know what, is yes. We should have been talking about this dude more, but it's Who's we? Media. Okay, so guess what you are? Media. So talk about him. How? Look, I can't, I can't, okay, what do you do? I host SportsCenter and a golf Correct. podcast, and I now can't... I'm a college football guy. Correct, but I'm saying we're going to talk about that because that's big time. Congratulations. Thank but you. As the golf dude, 
I can't force you or anyone on SportsCenter to go, hey, man, we should go over here. Let me go over here and let's talk about John Rahm. Because Agreed. we both know that people are going to be like, nah, don't really want to talk about him. So I could be screaming to him blue in the face, yo, John Rahm, John Rahm. And they're going to be like, nah, tell us about Tiger. Be like, what? This dude is lost by 17 to Brooks Kevin. All right. Like, what? I'm not going to say no. Like, yeah, but I get, I, yes, because again, Tiger is the needle. That's it. The needle is standing in the shipping crate. That's all it. of it. That's all he, that's who he is. That's what he is. That's what he's going to be until he walks away from the sport. Right. So there has to be a way for you and your colleagues that are out at every tournament. Man, can't, how about this? You've never liked being called what you don't like being called a journalist or a writer. Which one is your pet peeve? Uh, the writer cracks me up. Journalist, I don't like being called media. But that's what you are. Get over it. <laughs> I don't like. I don't have to like it. We have to accept it. Yeah, I know what I am. I don't. I don't gotta like it. I'm fat. I don't like that either. So why don't you I'm put? I'm comfortable being me. <laughs> what? But both of them are correctable. Being media is correctable. Absolutely. <laughs> what do I do? You start quitting. <laughs> you start enterprising stories and say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the sports center dopes, not wanting to talk about anybody but Tiger. So I'm going to go enterprise a story and I'm going to write a nice story for ESPN.com. And no one puts it up. Nobody posts it. <laughs> well, you don't need I don't, I don't get, the, I don't, because I don't control that. That's you don't have thing. There's only so much that I get to control. So go to your I, editor and say, hey, <laughs> I've got a story on John Rahm. You don't Rom. get to control that neither. You guys don't control the golf page on ESPN.com? Nah, you'd be surprised. It, that, bro, we, no, we, it doesn't work that way. So it, it, even the video stuff that I do. So, you know, we're definitely pulling the curtain back a little bit. I, so if I do, let's say I do an interview on camera, my own, like I got my own, all my own stuff. I do an interview on camera. I post it up on our thing. It has to go, number one, get coded. After it gets coded, then it gets vetted. It gets vetted by someone who's, it doesn't get vetted what by are we, my TSA editor. TSA pre-check? That's kind of, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It used to be, a t- there was a time where I could just do a video and put it on this spot and it went directly onto our page. That has been taken away from us. Sounds like you abused that privilege. No, man, it's been taken away from everybody. So if you're a college basketball guy, like you don't get to just do a quick interview with a college basketball coach or an assistant coach and put it right up on the college basketball page that you're doing. It doesn't work that way. Now, understand it's a it's a safety net of checks and balances, but it also then allows somebody else to determine what's important and what's not. So if you got somebody who doesn't follow college basketball and you tell them, hey, man, you need to put this up, and the person looks at it and goes, meh, it doesn't really do nothing for me, and they don't put it up, they don't know how important it is or it isn't. But now if I went and said, hey, man, I just talked to Tiger, and we talked about, you know, eating onion rings, put it up immediately. Hurry up. <laughs> we know because we know what's going to happen. Like, so that's that is the conundrum that we're in in golf the thing is like there's guys and that's been even the struggle for Brooks Kepka. bringing it full circle we'll go to world number one the problem for Brooks Kepka is it's not like when he first came out he was like hey 
slow player F you and this dude over here and I'm rocking these and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Like everyone when he first came out was like, nah, he's vanilla. Don't really do much. So no one really no one really celebrated as hardcore as they should have how good this dude was because they thought, oh, he's just going to be like another Jason Day, three months out of here. Jordan Spieth, year out of here. Dustin Johnson, four months out of here. Rory, six months, year out of here. Like, they don't understand that this dude was a little bit different. So now it's almost like too late. Like, that boat left. And now no one wants to scramble and admit, yo, we was wrong. We should have been hardcore on Brooks Kepka and we weren't. And now we don't really know this dude like we should know him. You know, so it's like you're swimming upstream. And that's part of the problem. You know what I've noticed during this conversation? I've now determined I'm also a part-time detective. (laughs) I've determined that I think you're actually a horrible ambassador for golf. No, man. Look. I'm the dude. You know how much power you have. Yes, and that's the thing. And but you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, stop! <laughs> Your responsibilities include pro ams every Monday around the country and Instagram videos of you now and your buddies. You're not a detective, buddy. You're just bitter because you didn't pass the police test. Drinking. You know I mean? You're just mad because you're mall security now. Don't get mad. Look, Paul Look, Blard had a movie made about him. Yeah, how did that do? Well, <laughs> yeah, it was it a sequel, make, yeah, but straight to video. Yeah. So yeah, that didn't stay in theaters. I think that stayed in theaters for like two hours. Either way, but he's—I will give it to Kevin James is big time golfer again. But that's the thing. You're right. It is my job, and and believe me, I'm the dude standing up throwing firecrackers, going, "Hey man, we need." This is my what I've been preaching. We. As the golf media, me included, have to prepare ourselves for when Tiger is gone. We have to get ready for that. And the only way to get ready for that is to tell stories of the other people that are out here that are compelling. The hard thing is we were we are so spoiled because of a dominant figure who's so dominant and so polarizing. That was the thing. We had the guy. We still have him. He might not be the guy from back in the day, but that being said, like what we talked about, like if you take Ricky, Rory, Dustin, Brooks, Justin, you, you name all of them, you take all them dudes and combine them, they're, they don't do what Tiger does or did. But in my opinion, so, like so what that they don't, that doesn't mean that we stop telling their stories and like trying to show people what makes them good people and funny and fun to be around and like i and i still feel like that's my gig to do like yeah i get to still have fun with tiger but there's other dudes out there that we can have fun with but i can't force people to do that i can't force i can't force someone to 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 put it up or show it if they're like nah we're not going to do that like what do you okay like, I can only stand here screaming, but if nobody's listening, what do you want me to do? I want you to strike. Here's what I want you to do. I'm not going on strike. Yeah. What I pick it? What I come on, man. <laughs> where am I where am I gonna walk around with a picket? I don't know. Outside the pier? I'm close. I can go to the pier. Actually, Shane Lowry is on get up today. He was on get up at eight forty five and they're going to light the Empire State Building this morning. How was Shane Lowry a guest on an ESPN medium and it wasn't filtered to us for the podcast? 
That's a good question, man. Well, I don't think he could have been on anyway because he's lighting the Empire State Building as we record this. Okay, we couldn't have had him call in? From lighting the – I think there's a little bit of a ceremony. Yeah, what time is he on Get Up? 8.45. All right. And then straight from there to the Empire State Building, which I'm sure he's doing a whole media – I'm going to research this. We need yeah, a. T- man. We need a. You, bo- if you're a detective, get your behind in there. I will. We need a yeah. booker. And you ain't far from. I was just going to say there are offices close to where you are that you could walk to and be like, "Hey, how come no heads up?" That's actually a great point. I'll get yeah. on it, Mister Detective Pikachu. I'll get do on something, it. man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. You know what I'm doing all day, all day today and tomorrow, like. I got a great story that I'm going to come out with today, and we might even – I'm going to try and get him on the podcast next week. A caddy started on his own making beef jerky, and after years of having it out there, it has now become – and the press release went out, the official beef jerky of the PGA Tour. Like this dude is is went from just the dude that was caddying and making beef jerky for other caddies in <laughs> – I don't even know what this means. What does this mean? It's a great story. Like you just said, go find some good golf stories and compelling stuff. And like there are other, there were three caddies that are big investors in this king. And you come at me with beef jerky? Bruh, you don't like beef jerky? I love beef jerky. That's what I'm saying. So, and if we, if we have my boy on, Jeff King next week, guess what? We might get a little, little taste, man. But what's the, but what's, what's the story? Hello, rags to riches. Caddy becomes entrepreneur. Still caddies on the LPGA tour, yet has a multi-million dollar business and just become the official beef jerky of the PGA tour. Like, <laughs> and what does that tell you too about how the PGA this tour and Jay Monahan feels about caddies? That they would actually invest in this and help a caddy out to even further his business even more that there are this many players behind it as well. How do you become the official beef jerky of anything? I don't know. That's why we got to have him on to ask him because I want to know too. I want to know. Like his beef jerky is all over. I saw it in Publix the other day. What's the name of it? King Made Jerky. The guy's name is Jeff King. I will consider having Jeff King on the pod if he sends me every flavor of King beef jerky. Deal. And because I, I want to happen today, I want product. I want to taste the product. Absolutely. Before we put it out. Absolutely. Like that movie with Denzel Washington. Don't sample the product. I don't know which. Oh, brah. Are you Denzel? Because that don't end well for him. No, I'm uh, Russell Crowe in this situation. <laughs> you King Kong. I can see the Empire State Building. <laughs> I can't really see it. Actually, it's a, a little bit of a hazy day. Yeah, mean, it is how, ex- how excited are you about the playoffs coming up now? Look. And the- I thought you were supposed to have a guest today. No, 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 no. That That's coming. Oh. That wasn't, right. that didn't mean, that just meant that's the first guest that we were going to bring on. That's, um, no, that's the first guest you bring in. Yeah, look. <laughs> here's where I'm at with with the FedEx Cup playoffs. And with the golf playoffs coming. First three events, how do you feel about that? I love them. Four to three. That's perfect. Instead of four? Yes. Again, you have to make this user-friendly to the consumer 
And I think if you just go three and done, it's perfect. Because here's where I'm at. Like, the, the first weekend of NFL preseason starts this week, and you're going to get a little bit of excitement. Yeah, a little because bit. Because it's the first. But then after that, it's like the golf people that are football people are going to want to watch the Northern Trust. And then you're going to whittle it down to 70. Well, see, all the preseason games are on Thursday night. I know. First day. Right. And there's, so, I mean, there's yeah. a couple. Most of them are Thursday night. There's a couple on Saturday, I believe. Yeah. But, but you're going to get. Hey, you're going to get the attention that you want. And I'll tell you, you're going to give me more uh, attention because I think Kepka's just going to run through people. You think so? Yep. I don't know that he'll do it this one. I think. I think this is the one he kind of goes, meh. What's he have to finish? I I guarantee, I wonder if he's, I got to text him to find out if he's going back on Sway. How gangster was it about him just showing up 45 minutes before that tea time? It was the best. Oh, that was amazing. That's when Greensboro last week, it was funny how many people weren't paying attention to Greensboro. Well, no kidding. Yeah. But see, that's the kind of drama that I love. I love the fact of thinking of guys who are going, if I don't, if I don't play well this week, I'm, uh, gonna, instead of playing for six million a week, I'm gonna be playing for less than a million. You know, and for, I know that still sounds like a big number, but imagine if, if you finish second, your, your check is gonna be $700,000. And on the Corn Ferry Tour, if you finish second, your check's going to be 90000 So, like, that's a big difference. Number, if you finish 10th, it's $10,000 compared to $100,000. So. Yeah, look, and it's all, about, it's all about getting the right kind of attention. And I thought the LPGA got the right kind of attention this week because there was a story – uh, going out about how they've given out multiple fines and penalties this year for slow play and violators are posted in the locker room because the players requested that. I think that is the best idea I've ever heard. They need posted to do that in the, the P- locker room. They, nah. yeah, they need to do that on the PGA tour. What? Yeah. Because you know why? Because someone then will take a picture of it and put it out on social. Great. That would be awesome. I, no, I'm a hundred percent with Don't you. Don't play slow. But here's the thing, though, with LPGA Tour. They had two majors in a row, and the the woman who won this last major was the ultimate Cinderella story. 20 years old, first LPGA Tour event ever, ever. And it's a major, and she wins. She wins. And you know who knew about it? Nobody. Like, I don't know. I, I guess this is a strange thing to say, but it's, I don't know if that's a great thing. I don't know if it's a great thing for an identity crisis. I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't think the LPGA tour did themselves any favors by having two majors in a row. And I don't think as much as I, I loved this story and I thought it was awesome. I mean, the way that she finished and was having so much fun, smiling and having a good time, and then just powered that putt on 18 into the hole on the left. It was amazing. But then it was just like there was hardly any talk about it whatsoever. And I think it was partly because you go, well, wait a minute. Where were the big names? 
And so I don't, I don't know that it was necessarily one of those things where it was like, man, that was awesome because you beat all the monsters. Like, nah, not really. So. Yeah, look, I mean, LPGA does a lot of things right. Uh, they do some things that you're right to get the more attention, but the best thing they did all week was say, hey, quit playing slow. I know Kepka would be for that. Um, coming Everybody. up next and post it on the, post in the locker. I'm all in on that as yes. well. Coming up yes. next. The caddy teased us with something last week. We'll give a prediction uh, for the FedEx Cup, and we will also get into what he teased us with last week uh, with a club switch, potentially. Uh, but first, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting, orders, and HR instantly right from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insight with a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits at NetSuite.com slash caddy. C-A-D-D-I-E. That is NetSuite.com slash caddy. C-A-D-D-I-E to download your free guide. Seven keys to strategy to grow your profits. NetSuite.com slash caddy. C-A-D-D-I-E. And speaking of caddy, a club switch, that next. All right, welcome back to Batty and the Caddy. Last week, you 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 ended the show Ooh, I know. with big news, and I don't I don't know how I feel about it, but I would I would like you to to discuss what you're thinking about doing. No, I did it. You did? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Sir, please. I did it. I made it I made a change. I don't know if it's gonna be permanent. But I made a change. I changed. I changed clubs. Why? Because of what happened in Ireland. In Ireland, I played with two rental sets, and I actually ball struck better with the rental sets than I did with my own club. That's what happens. I know. I know. Because I felt like I didn't try to do too much. So when I got home, before knowing that I was going to get to play. In, in Morgan Hoffman's event, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put these, I'm gonna put my PXGs in the penalty box for a minute. And? And I put in the TaylorMade what? M2. What? I put in the M2 irons. I had, I had a set of M2 irons and I put them in the bag. I kept the, I kept the wedges. I kept the Vokey wedges in there, but I put, I went all tailor-made. So I, had, I put the M5 driver in. I put a, uh, a older, the M, the M2, uh, three wood, but it was the irons that was the big one. Like I put, I put the tailor-made irons in the bag and played with them at Morgan Hoffman's event. How does PXG feel about this? Aren't you a PXG ambassador? Not, well, yes, no. I mean, not. <laughs> What does I don't that get, mean? Are I we dating? I mean, well, I yes and no. Paid. I mean, I don't get paid by PXG. You don't? Nah, I don't get paid by PXG. I don't get paid by no golf company pays me to play their stuff. 
I've never been. I was never. I was never paid by any golf club company to play their stuff. I play. I play what I like, and I play what I feel like I can play my best golf with. And that's what I'm saying. I'm. I'm not saying that I won't go back to PXG and those irons because I do. I really love their irons, and I love the way when I was playing really, really good. I love the way that they feel and they, and they perform. They are really good, but after going over to Ireland and and them losing my clubs and having to play, I play both with Titleist and their AP ones, and I hit those really good. And then I think I had MP, I had M TaylorMade M threes. And I remembered I had a set of M2s that I hit pretty good. And so when I hit those over there, I was like, man, I hit these really good. So I was like, let me just, it's almost like putters. You know how sometimes when you go through a streak when you're not putting really good? Yes. And you're like, you know what? I'm in one. Uh, Yeah. When you put your gamer, you just got to put it down to be like, you know what? I'm going to put you on lockdown so you know, like, you ain't the only one. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be like, oh, make the putter get nervous. Like, oh, snap, I didn't know there was somebody else available. You got a hot, young new putter, huh? Yes, you know what I mean? That putter looks younger than the putter you've been. That putter's old. Correct. And and then that putter's like, well, hold up. Let me get my shine back on. Yeah, what does that putter have that I don't? Right. So that's Oh, shinier? Correct. Heavier? Yes. Bigger yeah. backside weighted end. But this, are we still talking about putters? Right. It's what I'm saying. And this is just like, yo, your ex came back around, and and she's been at the gym for the last year and a half, and wants to talk. Yeah, let's go have lunch. But like, hold up, you know, where you think you're going? Why are you hanging out with, you know? So it's, yeah, that's so just for this trip now. And ironically enough, this week coming up here to the event and the Northern Trust. Knock on wood. First time all summer, not one travel issue. Flight was on time. Bags made it perfectly. Easy connection. Easy breezy. No issues whatsoever. Everything happened on time. I was like, man, I almost forgot what this was like. You know why? Because I made the club switch. America. (laughs) America. You kept it. You kept it lower 48. No, I've been lower 48 all summer. It was only just because my a disaster happened going to Ireland doesn't mean that all summer. Remember, the stuff was getting canceled. Like my SB stuff got all jacked up going out. Then it got jacked up going. My stuff coming out of Wisconsin got all messed up. It was it was a cluster everywhere. Bahamas, too. Nothing was easy. You live a rough life. Look who's talking. Yeah, wait, hold up. Yeah. How many days you been on? Straight. 15. Including trips to where? I had to go to LA for Pac-12 Media Days. Then I took a red eye back to be back to host Sports Center. And then I was here two days hosting Sports Center. Then right back on a flight to Charlotte. See? For our college football seminar. <laughs> seminar. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't last a day at a college football seminar. Who wouldn't? You wouldn't. Yes, I would. No chance. How much you want to bet? First of all, there's no way to accomplish this bet. I know. (laughs) I would like to try it, though. I'll go sit in on a college football seminar. 
Like, what kind of classes are you going to? You know where I think you're we're missing doing, with you? Like, I think we should make you... You're not doing equations and stuff like that. It's not like you're doing some kind of, like, highfalutin al- algebra. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just sitting there talking about stuff. I think we're missing with you. We should make you a sideline reporter. I would love to do that. I would love to be a sideline reporter get to talk to coaches when they come off at halftime or like in between i wonder why are we going to start doing like basketball you know how we do in basketball where you talk to the coach like in between quarters or after a long tv timeout no we only do it we do it either as they go in at half or as they come out for the third quarter yeah and i would be cool doing that too i would love to do stuff like that. yeah but you are you're not good at asking questions what do you know how tight you know how hurtful that is you know how tight your wood. Okay, let me rephrase that. You're not good at asking succinct questions. That's not true. So that's not true. Do you know how Here's tight? The thing. I don't have to do it that way. But if I'm in a situation where I have to ask a short, quick, good question, I have the ability to do it. Okay, so let's do it. Let's okay. Alabama Just put me in a situation where it's right. where it's required. Okay, like so Alabama, I will. Clemson. I will right if now. If I gotta do Saban, if I gotta ask Saban a question. Like a quick question going into the locker room or leaving or coming out of the locker room. I'm going to do that. I'm going to paint the scenario for you, all right? All right. Yep. It is Clemson, Texas A&M, week two of the season. The defending national champs at home are down, <laughs> pardon me, are down 20-17 to 17 at the half. And Trevor Lawrence just threw an interception on a drive that would have given them the lead going into the half. Your job, Caddy, is to catch up to Dabo Sweeney as he's going into the locker room. All right, let's toss it down to our sideline reporter, Michael Collins, who's with Dabo Sweeney. Michael. Thanks, Thanks, Coach. It's been a tough half for you. What are you going to do second half to get your quarterback his confidence back? Damn, that was actually pretty good. You're damn right it was. I told you. Look, my – don't get it twisted. I can ask really good – Quick, tough questions. All right, so we're 52 episodes into this podcast adventure. Why haven't you done it? Because it's a podcast and because I like long-form questions. (laughs) Because here's what happens. Because a lot of times in a long-form conversation like this, if we're sitting around a bar having a conversation, I don't need to put you on the spot. I can actually, look, here's here's why I'm asking you this question and here's what the question pertains to. Okay. So we can kind of stay with something like that. But it's not like you go, "Hey man, our podcast is 4 minutes long, so you get a 12 you get a 4 second question and it better hit it." Like that's not how people speak to one another when they're just hanging out. Can you a imagine podcast, if we did a 4 minute podcast? Can you imagine how how horrible that would be? And here's the I other mean, today's going to be an that. hour, and today was pretty horrible. But. Here's the <laughs> shut up. But here's the problem with doing it that way. Okay. The problem with doing it that way is then it is very easy. The flip side of that is it is very easy then for people to use what happens in that one minute and take it out of context and use it for what they want. The beauty of asking a longer question and getting a longer response is it is much more difficult for them people to grab and go. This is what he said and this is what he meant because we can always come back and go, stop making stuff up. You're full of it. Here's the whole thing. Hey, Walter Cronkite, what makes you think that a longer question is going to elicit a longer answer? 
that is the trust that you can build up with your subjects. I don't say it happens quickly, but I say it does happen. And if you and if for people that can shake their heads, here's my biggest argument, because, you know, we we fought. a, a Well, let me just put it this way for the people that are like that stuff doesn't work. People don't have an attention span that's that long. I give you Joe Rogan. Mic drop. Sit down and shut up. Well, go for those who don't listen to Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan are you can explain what you're talking about. Hey, just go. Hey, go Google Joe Rogan's podcast. The Joe Rogan experience. He is my hero. Not only he's one of my favorite comedians out there, but he is an absolutely incredible interviewer because he asks really good questions. And I mean good questions that don't let people off the hook. But it is the epitome of long-form interviews. It's not a quick two-minute get in, get out, get some quick sound bites. It's a relationship. It's not a one-night stand. Correct. That's exactly right. And that's that. there is a beauty in doing things like that. There's nothing wrong like the, like what you said, like you like you don't even have the ability to ask quick questions. Yes, I do. I went through some good training, and and when it's on, like you put me on live TV. If I got Tiger or Rory or Justin or Dustin or Brooks, and you say, "Man, you got one question. It's got to be quick." I'm gonna put a good question out there, and it's gonna be a quick one. Like I can still do that, but that doesn't mean I'm not comfortable doing it the other way. I'm gonna make this I'm happen. Honest, I'm gonna, man. I'm we gonna make do this. Yeah, I'm gonna make you a reporter somehow, somewhere. All right, all right. I'll shine it. Good. I will shine. So before we get out of here, let's do a quick FedEx Cup playoff. I want your favorite, your mid-range, oh, no. and your sleeper. I'm not even a little prepared for this. I was all excited to just gonna get out of here and let you know that we might be getting some ESPN golf bags. Because I know you're sweating my golf bag, so I do sweat your golf bag. And and my boy might be making a carry on version, so you don't have to feel like you got the big tour thing. Mm. I would prefer a carry on. I don't want a tour one. I know that's what I'm saying. See, I got. Uh, see, I'm working for us, man. Trying because you know people was trying to jack that bag the last time when we was up for the photo shoot. Two people tried to steal it. It's got my name on it. How you gonna steal my bag when it's got my name on it? Well, you know, I'm not gonna find it. And that wasn't even an airline. You start with the FedEx, man, because here's I. Our golf guy is not prepared to talk FedEx. I am prepared to talk Way to spread the ban. It goes back to you being a horrible ambassador. No, man, I am prepared to talk FedEx, but here's the thing. So when you talk sleeper, like, I would love to say I, I would give my boy Pat Perez, like, 125 bubber boy as the sleeper, but is that realistic? No. Like, I'll give you a realistic sleeper. Okay. Matthew Wolf. He's starting out 70th. That's right. So he's already in the BMW championship. He, how is that a sleeper? Like, give me, for me, a sleeper is give me somebody outside the top 70 okay. who's going to make it into the BMW next week. Henrik like Matthew, Stenson. Who? Okay. 85th. That, in. And he, he, he actually fell spots because he started 81st. Correct. I'll take your Henrik Stenson and raise you Brian Harmon. I like Harmon. Who's one below Henrik Stenson, but last week was 106th on the list and jumped up to 86th. So he's in a great position playing great, and Liberty National don't necessarily have to bomb it around. 
So this is one of those golf courses where I think this little lefty can do pretty dang on good. That's right, shot makers. Yeah, you don't look. Yes. The, the favorites between Brooks, Rory, you don't need it. I'll give you another guy who I think could win this entire thing that's not a bomber, but he's a shot maker and he's got his putter working at a high clip. Mm. Webb Simpson. Yes, yeah, he I'm a big Webb Simpson fan right now, just the way that his game is dialed in. I agree, and if he got to East Lake. Because Eastlake is another one you don't have to be a bomber to be successful and do really, really well. Got to be accurate. Yeah, you got to be accurate, and you got to make putts. So, and he's he's also he's comfortable going to Bermuda. So, but that's the thing: the next two courses we play on not Bermuda greens. So they're going. They could be a little bit quicker than we were seeing Atlanta in three weeks. All right, give well, me who's your mid range guy. Give me a well, winner. You want me to go mid range. No, so I did. So. I did um, Stetson, who was in the 80s. Matthew Wolf is in the 70s. I'll give you one here down in the 30s. Scott Piercy at 26 has had a remarkable season. Wow, that's another great pick. And the dude, I mean, I, he's the last guy I caddy full-time for. And, and I definitely love where his game is as well. Um, man. See, I'm going to go a couple spots ahead of you. Um, and another guy who I think has has had a quiet, very nice year, Ryan Palmer. Palmer has had a quiet year. You're right mm. about that. He's had a quiet year. And he's one of those guys, too, when you think to – when you say Ryan Palmer, you're like, oh, he must have just snuck in, right? Nah, this dude is 24th in the FedEx Cup coming into this week. And he's a guy, not a bomber. Big time shot maker, him and his caddy, they work very well together, and this dude can roll the rock. Like, give me a guy who I know can make some serious putts. So, the guy who scares me, though, Xander. Yeah, he's won this already. Yeah, see? He's won this he already. Ain't, like, he ain't scared in these situations no. now. He scares me at number four, you know? I'll tell you this. We'll give you a prediction. I think Justin Thomas wins this week. Okay. Gets a little bit of momentum, and I cannot wait for the playoffs to start. Give me JT this week at the Northern Trust. Um, I'll take mm, Z. I'm struggling. All right. You know what? On a, on a flyer, I'm I'm going to take Xander this week. All right. I was I was I'm I'm hard between Xander and Matt Kuchar. Um. But, man, you're Webb Simpson. That dude scares me this week, too. So we'll revisit. Yeah, but I like Xander. Give me Xander Shoffley this All right. week. We'll revisit who finished higher in our predictions. We will have our own sort of playoff going forward and see who finishes better in these FedEx Cup playoffs. This will be good. And all of this, as you now congratulations with the new hosting gig, College football, baby. Yeah, man. Thank you. I'm excited. The deuce. And I thought you were just going to try and get me hard, promo me to get on the Ocho. No, it's no, it's not the deuce. ESPN. I know. You're you're the real deal, yo. Yeah. Kevin Straight Connors up. is on ESPN, too. I'm on ESPN with uh, Joey Galloway and Jesse Palmer. Who also re-signed, which yep. is cool, man. So it's I'll be doing. Good studio show, man. Thursday night, Friday night. All day Saturday and college football final on Saturday nights. That is 
crazy. Can't dude, wait, man. I'm so I'm so happy for you, man. I mean, I really appreciate it. It's been now. Uh, if I can be, be a sideline reporter, look, I'm I, I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way. Because I thought I was just gonna end up doing highlights on the Ocho. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Since they brought hey, the Ocho, oh. back. not saying I wouldn't do that. You know, because that's kind of right up my alley too. I know what I was gonna ask you. Why aren't you <laughs> drafting this year in the fantasy football marathon? Nobody asked me. Because I'm hosting again. Well, tell them to ask me. It's next week. It's next Tuesday. Seriously? Yes. Well, that's why I'm not. It's Tuesday the standby. Thirteenth. Tuesday the thirteenth. I don't know. I thought you were. The, the, oh, I got to get on this today. Yes, please. What's the deal? What did I do? I, I thought it was fun. I saw that. I TV held my own. I know. I th- all right. All right. Well, made fun of my draft a little bit. I'll effort this. I'll effort this today. But I'm, I'm hosting yes. primetime fantasy football marathon next Monday and Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, Caddy will be back to draft. I didn't know that you weren't. I'll, I'll yes. fix it. Oh, I am. Oh, this has just been. See, when travel goes good, something else. Why can't it all just be good at one time? See, everybody? Because, Michael, that's life. It's called I adversity. Know. That's what I'm saying. It's Yeah, you know what I mean? Just, but I know you got my back. You got my back. I'm going to take care of that this afternoon. Uh, we will keep a monitor on our playoff picks. And maybe what we'll do, here's what we'll do. Pick a guy. We'll pick a winner. So you you got to hey, give me your definitive winner this week. Was who? Shoffley. Shoffley, okay. Yep. My definitive winner was Justin Thomas. Give me, and I'm going to ride with Webb Simpson for the entirety of the playoff. Give me a guy. You got Webb Simpson winning the FedEx Cup playoff? The entirety of the playoff, and what we'll do is this. I got Brooks. Okay. So here's what we'll do. Your guy stays in every week. So Brooks has to finish in the top 20 this week, the top 15 the following week, and then the top 10. Yeah, but I got Brooks winning the whole thing. Like, he legitimately, he could miss the cut this week and then next week finish second. But what I'm saying for our little game. Okay, all right. And so then you got to make the cut. And finish you got to make. You got to make the Maddie and the Caddy cut, and whosoever okay. guy lasts longer wins. Okay, fair enough. So we'll go twenty. Let's go twenty-five, fifteen, and ten. Okay. All right. Yep. So yeah. you got Brooksy. I'll take yeah. Webb. You got to finish in the top twenty-five this week to advance to Maddie and the Caddy's playoffs next week. Done. And if you want to reach out to us on social media at Maddie and Caddy, M A T T Y, the word and C A D D I E on either in, on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to reach out and give us your guy, you can play along in the Maddie and the Caddy playoffs as well. So you got right, you boys. You got to find a guy that's going to finish in the top twenty-five. He advances to the second round, then the top fifteen. He advances Hopefully to the that gets him into the tour championship, and then boom, and then uh, the winner of the social media Maddie, we'll send you some ESPN swag. Word, and you're 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 uh, you're probably going to do better than us. Probably. So hit us up. Although, yeah, I got that email with your fantasy league. Yeah. Trying to throw me under the bus just because my auto draft messed up. No, your auto draft didn't one do time. anything. It was one you're, time. You're going to also draft Ezekiel Elliott this year like you did Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> That's going to be you. At least he apologized. Yeah, that makes it better. See? 
All right, I got to go do Sports Center. Let me do fantasy again this year. Maybe that's actually. You know what? I'm going to do some research on this. Yes, man, get me in. I'm going to go do Sports Center. I'm going to go fight for you to get you on the marathon. Giddy up. Who knows what you're going to do today? Um, And then, hey, will you be on with me this weekend? Sure, man. Of course. Okay, I'm going to. I I might bring somebody other than Tiger. I'm going to bring like John Rom. I'm going to just find a way. He needs to play good, and yeah. then let's put John Rahm on. Let's do it. We know how these guest promises work out with you. It ends up being you and I for an hour. <laughs> That's so messed up. All right. Have a good week. I will talk to you. I'm going to try to get you lined up. Let's see. My job today is Sports Center. I'm hopping on Fine Bomb, and I've got to get you a job as a college football sideline reporter, get you on the Fantasy Football Marathon, and see if I can get you on Weekend Sports Center. Is there anything else you would like? Uh, you would like a stand bag, an ESPN stand bag. You want your name on it? Yes. Okay, so there you go. And I would also like the beef jerky. Oh, yeah, that's done. I'm actually looking at this stuff right now. I'm looking at the whole big box packaging of all the flavors and stuff right now, so that's that's already taken care of. You're oh, we, did, we didn't do our um, our tiger. Does tiger make the cut? This week? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Tiger makes the cut. All does right. I, does he finish outside? Do you, where do you have him finishing? I, I'm going to say on the over under of top ten. I got him outside the top ten. Oh, easily outside the top ten. All right. What about top twenty five? In inside top twenty five. I think he'll be twenty fifth. Oh, okay. I was just out playing because I agree. I think I think actually with the time off and whatnot now, and because the temperature is going to be warm, his back will be okay. Uh, I'm going to say he'll finish inside the top 25, but outside the top 10. Okay. There you go. We got a lot of things for Tariq, our producer, to uh, keep track of next week. Because I sure will. I'll forget all of this. <laughs> so. The only thing you're going to remember is, did you send up my beef jerky yet? That's it. My beef jerky in my bag. Yeah. That's what my priorities are. All and right, if it- I do the fantasy next Tuesday, if I can fly up and do the fantasy show, we can sit together for the podcast. Oh, well, now that would be See? just... You know, Money. dreams do come true. All right. <laughs> We've got stuff to accomplish. So do you, the beautiful patron. Thank you for the download list and rate us. And uh, we'll talk to you next week for the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.